Hi, I'm Jesse Cruikshank. Jesse Cruikshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl. Let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. From the Kiss 925 studios in Toronto, Canada. Oh. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. Chain Smokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, do you see this list of uh, places you're absolutely never supposed to take a woman on a first date? (sighs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Let me just go through some of them because I think some of these are just way out of line. So this was put together, I think, by multiple women. It was, yes. And uh, and then they compiled them all. There's 28 things you are not supposed to do on a first date with a woman. This is for all you single fellas out there. Apparently, places you are not allowed, absolutely, they refuse to go to on a first date. Cheesecake Factory, Applebee's, <laughs> Chili's, Chipotle, which I can never say right. I always put the L before the T, but that's just me. Chipotle. I always say Chipotle. No. I know it's wrong. You're just making up words. You don't have to tell me. You're making up restaurants. I know I'm wrong. She still don't want to go there with you. Chipotle's on the list too. (laughs) Yeah. Olive Garden. The movies. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Your house. (laughs) (laughs) On a first date. (laughs) Any fast food chain. Uh Uh-huh. Buffalo Wings. Wingstop. Red Lobster. A buffet. What? Yeah. No, Maria? No. No to a buffet. No. Denny's. The the gym. (laughs) Anybody want to work out on their first date? Church. Uh, Yo. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Starbucks. What? What's wrong with Starbucks, though? On a first date? It's romantic there. (sighs) No. No. So you're shaking your head at all of these, right, Maria? Yeah. Yeah. 90% of them. Not only Starbucks, any coffee dates. Damn. No ice cream dates. Oh, that's not right. No family functions. No yeah. movie night at your house, like Netflix, Hulu, whatever. Nowhere that requires a long drive. No bowling. No, I like bowling. No nightclubs. No waffle houses. No sporting events. What? Bro, one of the comments? Sporting events. Someone goes... No sporting events, but she's the one playing games. <laughs> <laughs> also, this is the one I no don't go to a bar just for drinks. So what are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do? I I have many thoughts. No go, go, no Maria. bar just for drinks. Okay, so where do you want me to begin? Because I have thoughts on many of these. Just, just start, go. Start whatever. Okay, the bar. Okay, we'll start with the bar with just drinks. The bar with just drinks is fine, but how many drinks are you gonna have? And then it almost implies like, are you just trying to get drunk? But you that's know? up to you. 
Well, no. How many drinks you have? Not necessarily. The other thing I'd say is like the movies is awful. No one wants to sit there and not talk. It's a first right. date. Like I want to get to know you. Sure. That um, I agree with. That movies I sure. agree with for a yeah. first date. Coffee dates are kind of like a 50-50 because it gives off like you don't care to take them out for dinner and they're not worth a meal. But the other side of it is like it's just coffee and like what if you just want to meet up quickly? Like I'm kind of indifferent on those. Yeah. Um, nightclubs, no. Bowling, I enjoy. So I feel like bowling is a really fun date to Sporting go events. Sport, yeah. Well, I love sports. So for me, like, I would love to go to a sporting event. On a on first, first date? date? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely not the gym. If you can't no. say, if Definitely you can't say, hey, let's just go for drinks. Like, going for drinks is on the list. Yeah. That's crazy. What are you supposed to do? Like, for me, I know personally going for drinks doesn't bother me. But I know for some girls, it's like he can't afford to take me for dinner. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Yeah, Someone, <laughs> girls are harsh. In the comments, someone says, uh, "Can we get a list of what they will do then?" Because I'm all out of ideas. <laughs> yeah. Another uh, person goes. Then I guess we feeding the ducks. Then. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a feeling, though, if you then polled all the dudes yeah. and said, "Where would you love a woman to take you on a first date?" This would be the exact same list. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. A buffet, the gym, and then your house. (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Shannon, hello. It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? Hi, I'm great. How are you guys? Doing good. Uh, Shannon lives out in Nova Scotia and listens to the Roz and Mocha Show. Um, How is everything in Nova Scotia? We're doing great so far. How'd you discover the Roz and Mocha Show? Um, on the podcast, um, I started listening to it at work um, during the COVID crisis, we'll mm. call it. <laughs> How did you find the podcast? Like it just um, popped up and you're like recommendations yeah. kind of thing? Yeah, yeah I guess It so. sure did. Yeah. Cool. Um, so we understand that you have a question. I sure do. It's for Maria. Mm-hmm. Hi, Hi, Maria. Um, I want to know what your skin routine is and what products do you use? Ooh, are you telling me my skin looks good? It looks amazing. (gasps) You should be a cover girl, honestly. Thank you. Could you imagine if she was like, no, I want to do the exact opposite of whatever's going to come out of your mouth right now. Tell me what you do so I never do that thing. Telling a girl she has nice skin is like the biggest compliment. I don't think you guys understand this, okay? That's right. Um, Yeah, my skin routine, I keep it very simple. I uh, wash my face in the morning and at night. With what? Uh, I use like a, just a cleanser, like a CeraVe. I use CeraVe. Yeah. Uh, And then it's very easy. Shoppers, simple, cheap, easy to go. And then I'll use a hyaluronic acid right after. A what? Hyaluronic acid. What does that do? It's uh, it's like a serum and it plumps your skin to make it look hydrated. Okay. And then bloated. Not bloated, oh. hydrated. There's oh. a difference. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay, hydrated and, and then and then I'll put my sunscreen a moisturizer again uh-huh. and then sunscreen. You do that day and night? Uh not day and night. Nighttime oh, okay. I do a different routine. Oh, that's morning. Okay. Oh, so that's morning. Okay. That's morning. Yeah. And then I'll put like whatever makeup I want to put on. Okay. And then at night I do this thing called skin cycling. Mm-hmm. Where two days I go just cleanser, wash and makeup off, double cleanse, and then put moisturizer on. Mm -hmm. And then after those two days, I'll do the same thing, cleanser, moisturizer, but I'll put a neosinamide on my face. A neo what? 
a niacinamide. <laughs> what is a niacinamide? It helps with uh, dark spots and acne and uh, getting rid of any little blemishes you have. Okay. And then the day after that, I'll use retinol instead of niacinamide. And what does retinol do? Help me not look old. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Prevent aging. And then I go back to the moisturizer and washing my face. How much time a day you spend doing this? Yeah, maybe like 10 minutes a day. Okay. That's not bad. No. I'm pretty <laughs> so quick. Rod, Rod's looking at Paul just now at that laundry list of stuff <laughs> that you just gave. I'm like, I don't have room in my house for all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, my washroom, the whole the whole area is like covered in products. Like I have like a million hair products, face products. Like it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shannon, is that uh, similar to what you do right now or, or how different is it from your routine? It's very similar and we oh, okay. use pretty much the same products. And I love that you're getting them at Shoppers Drug Mart, Maria, because they're so much more affordable. Oh yeah, I don't have I don't have that much money to be spending forty dollars on like hey, one come product. Come on now, thing. come on now. <laughs> Not in this economy, that's for sure. <laughs> we okay, okay, we already got more. We can't have two people on here claiming <laughs> that, that they're broke working on this show. <laughs> Y'all make good money. Come on. <laughs> Damn. All right, Shannon. Well, there you go. You got the skin routine. Maria's skin routine right there. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Um, thank you for the support over the years. Uh, Roz and I have been doing this show over 14 years now. So as you know, there is a full archive of podcast episodes to get through. Uh, Shannon, we appreciate you. We love you. All the best out there in Nova Scotia. And before we let you go, Shannon, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? It's Roz. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Roz with the good skin? Roz with the good skin. There we go. Hey. <laughs> it's that neosinamide. Thank you, guys. It's, I use all the neanderthalamide <laughs> on my face. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Hey, so I came in and there was a like a bag on, on, on my desk where I sit. And it was a, what does it say on it? Butcher Boutique, is that what it is? Mm -hmm. And it's like cold and everything, right? Mm -hmm. And then I didn't think anything of it, and then I just started unpacking all my stuff. And then Boca wrote, hand wrote something and handed it to me, and he's like, I was like, what's this? And then he handed something to me, and he's like, I forgot the card, and then it just read, let me see what it read. I think I put it inside. Can I read it? Are you okay with that? Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Well, I don't know, man. Put I don't your readers wanna, on. I don't, I don't know. I think that your, your writing lends itself to my terrible eyes. Uh, and, the, the, and there's a piece of paper just like this, right? Yeah. And then it read, uh, two Raz, love, Mocha, Jenna, and Cruz. And at that point, I realized that it was a gift. Mm -hmm. And it's meat, which is always the best gift for me. Yeah. It was also at that point where I realized that it was a birthday gift. Correct. Because it was also the point where I realized my birthday is this weekend. Hey. Hey. Wait, you didn't know? I had no idea. <laughs> what? I had no idea. How do you not know when your own birthday is? I know when my birthday is. I just didn't think it was this weekend. When did you think it was? I don't know. Hadn't like, thought about weekend? it. Hadn't thought about it. Hey, your birthday's on Sunday. Yeah. This is what happens when you get old. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't know. So thank you for reminding me. And I felt, I felt, but I have to tell I felt really great. I was like, oh my God, I got a birthday. Like, I felt really great about it, but yeah. I didn't know it was my birthday. I would have gone the whole show probably tomorrow as well. Do you want me to put it in your calendar? <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised. I'm surprised nobody Wait, but sent you me guys, an invite. Like, at home, like, nobody talked about it? Like, hey, no. it's your birthday this weekend. Is there anything you want to do? No, like no. The only conversation that we did have is I got something I got to do today and Catherine's got a Non-birthday related. Non-birthday related. Yeah. And, and Catherine's got a big shoot on Saturday. 
and then Roxy's got something going on on Sunday. So I knew that this weekend both the girls had like all this crazy stuff that they had to do. So there was not going to. So we were like, we can do it another weekend. It's not a big deal. Unless what the girls have planned or what they're telling you is a front oh, because they're going to do something. Bro, believe me, it's it's not a front. It's not oh. a front. Yeah. It's not. Oh, at it's all. Are not, you sure? Yeah. Roxy's very excited for the thing she has on Sunday. <laughs> maybe it's a, no, maybe she's like no, lying. No no, 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 she's not. Like I've already paid for the thing she's doing on Sunday. Oh, oh, oh. So I don't so, care about your ass. No, no, no. It's fine. No, it's fine. I made the decision. They were like, do, oh. is it okay? And I was like, do your things, right? Go and, yeah. go and do, do you like your being job alone on your birthday. I'm fine with it, right? I have uh-huh. no problem. We'll do something at another time. It's all, it's all good. It doesn't bother me. But anyway, I know like no February? Idea. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> when, and I don't even know. It's 49 this year, right? Is yeah. It is 49, yeah, yeah. Which is one year till 50. Shut the... Oh, oh, I almost blessing. swore Maury. <laughs> that would have been the best yeah, birthday gift I ever. Almost, I almost Still swore. younger than Maury, though. Yes, that's true. How is that humanly possible? Well, it's called math. Yeah, facts, bro. <laughs> the math is different in this room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, you work old guy math. Uh, but no, so th- so thank you for reminding me that this weekend is my birthday weekend. You're, you're yeah, no, it's really incredible. I really appreciate we'll that. see you at the party. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> you already paid for it. That's right. Oh, is that what I, is that what I paid for? <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout. Because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Hey, Marcus, Jeff. What's up, Jeff? I just wanted to call and wish Roz a happy 51st birthday. Shut the hell up, man. Why are oh. you talking like that? Ow. Not that I care, but I'm not going to be 51. I will well, celebrate 51 when I actually turn 51. The funny thing is, I'm actually listening to your podcast. Mocha, I message you back and forth on Instagram. I, I'm the truck driver that drives to Windsor and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. I listen to the live show from 6 to 10, and then I listen to the podcast literally for the rest of the day. Oh, amazing. So, Dedication. You guys... You, yeah, you guys keep me going throughout the day because oh, you know buddy. how this 401 traffic is. Mm-hmm. The podcast that I'm listening to is episode 317. Mm-hmm. So it's it's this time two years ago. So that's the only reason why I knew it was your birthday this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Because the podcast reminded me. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you. Uh, I will be 49 on Sunday for the record. 49? Yes. Okay. You, you, you keep telling yourself that. What in the, what does it matter wow. with you, man? Damn, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. You've been sitting too long. Yeah. Sleep deprived too. Way too long, buddy. Yeah. Like, those, life of a trucker. Yeah. I'm sure the hemorrhoids are taking up too much blood that should be going to your brain. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got brain. <laughs> Jeff, love you, bro. Have a great weekend. Thanks for the call. You too, guys. Take later, care. Later. Happy birthday, Roz. You got it, man. Happy Thank you. Appreciate buddy. you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. It is Roz's birthday on Sunday. Oh, hey. happy hey. early hey. birthday, Roz. Thank and we are you. celebrating today Thank you. on the Roz and Mocha Show. Um, happy birthday. Shem, executive producer here on the Roz and Mocha Show. Oh. And the newest member of the Roz and Mocha Show, Maria, who's been here since August. Mm-hmm. Still on probation, by the way, Maria. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yes, I know. Then cover your ears. Because <laughs> the birthday gift that they had planned for you is here. Maybe let's replace. Sure is. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
Let's just get into it, shall oh, okay. we? Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. Bras, 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 and he's famous. Write it up. Go off, you author. Okay. Most times he sounds real pissed off. Moves around like he is a slob. Smooth cool dude, that's one of his nicknames. Wash his legs. Nope, he has no shame. Long daddy rides in with grass. Rolling his eyes. Boy, got sass. Let's do the news. His catchphrase. He's your fave. Please don't explain. Born and raised in actor. Eyesight, he's got none. Nope. Clean phone with his tongue. Ew. Phone skills, he's got none. All right. No more time to be funny. Ross, we love you. You dearly hope this don't make you crusty. Happy birthday to you, homie. Clean it up. How about that beard? Cook it up. That boy can cook. Look it up. Damn, then he's famous. Write it up. Go off, you author. Happy birthday! Not fired, Maria. <laughs> Not fired. Not fired. Uh, that is incredible. Everybody's so bloody talented. It makes me sick. Um, I love it. Razamoka text lines just blowing up right now real quick, too. Happy birthday, Roz. Lots of love from Debbie, Debbie Butler. Um, happy birthday, Roz. Have an amazing weekend and a day. All the best for the year. Uh, happiest of birthdays to you, Roz. We love you. May you live long, a long, happy and healthy life. You make our mornings full of fun, laughter and joy. Love you. Uh, happy birthday, Ross. Mm. Love your book. <laughs> Thank you. My name's ha- on the cover, by the way. Happy birthday to the zaddy of radio. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Means hot? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, let I me assume. know what address. Oh. What? Oh. 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 Yeah. Oh. Oh. Let me know what address to send the walker and cane to. Oh. <laughs> Love you, Roz. Happy birthday, bro. Come on now. Roz, 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 Roz. this, though. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yes, yes. We celebrate our very own Roz Weston. It's incredible. Whose birthday is day. coming up on uh, on Sunday. I only, re- re- I only realized it this morning when it came in that my birthday was on Sunday. It happens every year. I know. I didn't even think about it. Uh, before we get to... What a surprise. Beautiful. The people on the streets who have advice for you, Roz. Let's get to some texts on the Roz and Mocha text line. Yes. Happy birthday, Roz. Thanks for all you do for the show and the fans. I hope your birthday is full of fun and laughter. This from a longtime fan, Alexandra. Uh, happy birthday, Roz. So much love to you. Thank you for making me Thank and you. so many others laugh and smile Every single day, you are a one-of-a-kind person. Have the best day. I will. I love all of that. Uh, happy birthday, Roz. Thank you for making every morning brighter for us all. Hmm. Happy freaking B-Day, Roz. You're my fave. Sorry, Mocha. Oh. You didn't even have to read that one, and yet you did. Yeah. Right? Because really? it doesn't count. I didn't ask. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Lori hit the streets. Oh, no. To talk to people about you and your birthday, uh, Roz. And to get some advice as you embark on this journey 
of another year older. Ah, yes, celebrating the birth of Roz. It's truly shocking that I managed to find people actually older than you, Roz. I mean, it's like finding a unicorn in a haystack. Oh, sorry. It's like finding a unicorn in a haystack. (laughs) (laughs) No, but here's the kicker. I found some people actually older than you, and they were absolutely thrilled to impart their age-old wisdom on someone close to their own vintage. So put on your readers and turn your hearing aid up, Roz, and take notes. We'll talk slowly for you. (laughs) There is a man in my life. Well, of course there is. And his name is Roz, and it is his birthday, and he's entering the old man's club. What advice would you give to Roz for getting up there in age? Get rid of the skin tags and <sighs> be sure to get fantastic scarves. And, and glasses cover bags under your eyes. And there's nothing like a good moisturizer. Those are, those are my tips. I guess as you get older, what starts to hurt more? Like, what are some signs he should look for? Well, look for aching joints and muscles and things of that nature. It gets a little hard to get up and down. You get used to it, a little ringing in the ears maybe. <laughs> Can you still get intimate with the ladies oh. at an older age? Oh, yeah, that was... Still can do that. I think the best uh, advice I could give him is uh, take as much time as you can. It will take you longer to put on underwear, socks. Don't you worry about it. It's going to get worse as you get older. Hey, welcome to the best part of your life, Roz. I'm telling you, old age is not for sussies. What goes first on the body? Teeth. Teeth go. Yeah. What happens to the teeth? They just start changing. You start to notice that your mouth is like a little, little bit different. Like, and and you get stuff stuck in your teeth because they're they're spreading out or whatever. And then you, uh-huh. you kind of have to get them removed. What goes first? When? Where do you start noticing the age first on your body? Well, just walking down here, I mean, I feel my my joints and my legs are not as steady as they used to be. But you can just feel that uh, your, your legs. Wouldn't carry you much longer. <laughs> Some of the signs that uh, I guess you look for to know that yes, I am old. Well, you got to sleep close to the bathroom. That's one of the things, <laughs> oh, obviously. Uh, the second thing is you got to make sure that uh, you know all the package is working. That doesn't always work all the time, but uh, you know. Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday, dear Roz. Happy birthday to you. We, I, I feel like we almost need to do it way slower and louder for his old ears. <laughs> you be nice to Roz. He's just aging. And if we're lucky, we all do. Hey! hey. Yo, words of wisdom. He's celebrating birthdays, Chris. <laughs> no! <laughs> your, your legs wouldn't carry you much longer. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. What's going on, everyone? How was everybody? Yeah. Yeah. How's your birthday uh, yesterday? It's great. Uh-huh. Went hey, to the stop. mall, returned some stuff. Yeah, on your birthday? Yes, I had big plans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I went to the mall, returned some stuff, returned some pants. Yeah. They make it real easy for you. Did you know you can just order stuff online and then you can return it to the store? <laughs> yeah. Did you know that? Uh, Everyone knows yeah? that. Yeah. Really? It's been around forever. Oh, I did it for the very first time yesterday. Oh, man, that deserves a Thank you. round of applause. Wow. Does Thank it, though? You. Yeah. And by yourself? <laughs> by myself. Oh, by yourself! Yeah, come on! Yeah. Yeah. All right, homie. But I was like the old guy, so I was waiting at the counter, mm-hmm. and then I had my pants that I was returning and a jacket. 
And I already had it all laid out. I had my ID. Mm-hmm. I had my receipt that I printed off online. I had my credit <laughs> card, like, all ready to go, right? Yeah. And then the woman comes up, and then she just scans the two tags on the on the pants and the jacket. And then she's like, okay. And I was like, okay, do you want me to, like, put my card in? And she's like, no. For what? And I was like, she's like, for what? And I'm like, like, you don't need it? And she's like, does it end in whatever the four numbers are? And I was like, yeah. She's like, you're good. Yeah, and I was like, out. I gathered everything up. I dropped, I dropped my paper on the floor. Oh, no. I had to bend down and refold it and put it back in my pocket. They make it so easy. I had no idea. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Welcome to the world. It's pretty great. <laughs> Have you tried this? Have I tried it? Yes. Yes. It's so easy. So great. Uh-huh. I may order other stuff that doesn't fit just, just to have that experience just again. Just to do it again, wait <laughs> yeah. in line. Just to drive to the yes. mall, wait in line. Bro, because you know, like I like going to the mall, right? But I don't know. I don't want to buy anything. Mm-hmm. So it's an excuse to go to the mall. It's great. Did you go to uh, like Starbucks or anything and get your free uh, your birthday drink? No. Oh. I didn't know you could do that. Oh my God. Roz. What? Yeah. Welcome to 2023. Oh, stop it. You can even yeah. get a free appetizer Nobody. on your birthday at Jack Astor's. Come on. Uh, yeah, you didn't do that. Any, you don't take advantage of your birthday, huh? No. That's like go- the excitement on your birthday. You go to Starbucks and get like a venti-sized drink. Yes. Really? Yeah. Yes. People do this? Bruh. No. Yeah. Really? Or free dessert at the old spaghetti factory? Oh, my God. How many that meals? Still exists. How, many, how many meals do you <laughs> yes. want me to have on my birthday? <laughs> Right? Yo, we just laid out breakfast, lunch, and dinner right there. <laughs> yeah, I know. All for free. I know. It's crazy. But uh, but yeah, no, I went to the mall. It was wonderful. I get there. I time it. I know exactly how long from my house it takes to get me to the mall. Yeah. Right? And I, I leave. I say uh, goodbye to the girls. I'm like, all right, I'm out. Yeah. And then I drive and I sit in my car and then I get there at like 9.58 I wait. Jeez. I wait to ten a.m. when the yeah. doors open. You walk in. You high five all the mall walkers. Yeah, I, I walk in. <laughs> Why so early? It's nice and empty. Yeah, because that's when you're supposed to go to the mall. It's first thing in the morning on Sunday. <laughs> no, <kidding. laughs> oh my god, on a Sunday. <laughs> yeah, Shove already at church singing hymns. Yep, no, that's that's when the mall's at its best. Uh huh. Right. In you're still in bed. Oh my god. Uh, I agree with Roz on this one. Yes. Yes. First, you get thing. the employees who are hungover from going out the night before. Oh, they're there like, oh, I got a freaking return. That was me when I worked at Sportcheck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, know. You don't want to deal with people at that time. I know, I know. And as wonderful as experience was, returning pants and a jacket, she did not want to be dealing with me. Yeah. <laughs> I can guarantee you that. Happy birthday, you <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Man, Maury's got to stop sending food to my house. I beg you every single time, man. What stop. happened? Don't send me food. Well, it was my birthday on the weekend. Uh-huh. And, it's a nice gesture. And every single time, Maury sends me stuff to the house. Like, he'll either send me stuff, and I and I hate saying this because it makes me sound ungrateful, right? Yeah. It really does. <laughs> I know. But I ask you, I've asked you so many times politely to just not send me food to the house, right? On any sort of occasion. I don't, you sent me banana bread one time. Oh, and I'm this like, this guy hates bananas. I, I, I hate bananas. <laughs> like, I, 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 like, I, you know this, Maury. I know, but you banana know bread doesn't taste like bananas. Like, I it thought sure it was does. A troll, right? You know this. So, Maury sends, it was my birthday over the weekend, right? And Maury sends something to the house. Doesn't call ahead of time and say, hey, you're going to be home. Uh-huh. Nothing. Then it's right? not a surprise. Do you have, like, as if on my birthday, I have not already made food plans. Mm-hmm. Right? Is that a question? Like, as if on my birthday, I would have not already made food plans. Do you know what I mean? 
It's going to sound odd, but in Maury's defense, you're always home. No, but why would I need food no, on I my agree. birthday? I agree. Right? Yeah. I love food on my birthday. I know, but I would all, I, I had plans. I okay. And also, every single time you have food delivered so, to Roz's house, like history tells you that it's a bad idea and you always fail. But like I tried never really hard idea. this time. Okay. So so he and he sends these giant elaborate notes, okay? Oh <laughs> right? Thanks, Shem. So like he, you're not going to see the guy 24 he, hours he later. He sends these oh, notes. Work. So the note on the receipt for this, right, was uh, this is for a birthday. Can you write happy birthday, Roz, with love from Maury on it? Okay? So that was for the restaurant. Sometimes things get screwed up. Things don't get written on the bag. Uh So then it's up to the poor driver, the Uber guy, to try and make sense of everything, right? Mm. I'm not home. Catherine's home. Oh, no. Uber guy comes to the house. Yeah. Right? And is just is so confused as to what to do (laughs) that it's almost cruel. Okay. Like he doesn't know if you should sing or not. No. Okay. So so here I'll play the audio. This is from the ring cam at my house. Okay. (laughs) Doorbell. Hi. Hi. How's it going? Uh, You eat Molly? What's that? Molly. No. No. Wait, Molly. Um, Molly. I don't know. I'm guessing this is from from Mori for Roz. Can we have a look for a second? Oh no! Yeah, Roz. Okay, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. Okay. okay. Thank you so much. Uh, first, happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you for you. And uh, oh no! <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> okay, this you, is your friend. Yes. Uh, okay. Thank you so much. Okay, I appreciate it. <laughs> okay. okay, and your birthday. <laughs> Okay. Oh, and your wife is just like the sweetest <laughs> ever. Don't just do trying that. to be polite. Don't do that to the poor man. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, you probably you probably didn't even tip him right either. No. For doing did all you of tip that. Him? Did you tip him? I did. I did. Don't do that to the man. Not enough. Right? Don't yeah. do that to the man. <laughs> the job was completed and he went above and beyond. He was like, wait, one more thing. Yes. Catherine right? was ready to just yes. take the food bag, go inside, and he was okay. like, pause, just one minute. I have to say. I have to. I have, it's on the receipt. Okay. I got to do. Yes. I got to follow through. Right. Catherine sounded so awkward. Oh, this poor guy. Yeah, yeah and poor Catherine, because she's such an angel. She just like, right? she wants to just stand there and hear the guy out. Okay. <laughs> And then so Maury sends me a, a sweet pulled pork sandwich covered in coleslaw. Yeah. <laughs> probably Sounds made the bread so super soggy. And okay. uh, and a, a blackened chicken ramp stuffed with beans. Oh, he hates beans. And like I that. hate coleslaw. Yeah. Did you well, eat it? No. I had, oh, a bite, I, had a, I had a bite of the wrap last uh-huh. night because I, I was hungry. I ate it a day later. Yeah. I had a bite of the bite of the wrap. I bet it was disgusting. That was it. It was fine, but I'm just like, I saw a bean, a bean fell out, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> what about the, the pulled pork? Whoa. And then I opened it up and the, the coleslaw had tainted everything. <laughs> yeah. It, right? The bread probably the, the looked like purple and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it was all nasty. And then I had so I tried to pick some of that off with a fork. And then what else? So was it just, the only just reason, those two things? Can I tell you why? Can I tell you why I ate, like why I tried my best to eat it? It wasn't because more sent it to me. It's because I felt like I owed my best to that Uber driver. Yeah, yeah. Right? I ate it for him. But That's I paid not for, for it. you. That's what she said. No, Maury. <laughs> I paid for it. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you eat Molly? What's that? Molly. Oh. No. No, wait, Molly. Um, Molly? I don't know. I'm guessing this is probably from Maury for Roz. Can we have a look for a second? Oh, no. Yeah, Roz. 
Yeah. 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 Okay. okay. Thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> one more thing. First, happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you for you. And. Uh, and what? And what? Thank you so much. <laughs> that poor guy. Right. That poor guy. <laughs> that poor guy. I'm gonna have him in here. Give him a hug. Give him a hundred bucks or something. Thank you. Uh, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season six, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. I got to play this real quick. So um, uh, Rashad Jennings, Mm -hmm. it's the Wheel of Fortune clip that you have over there. Okay. So, uh, so many times with like Jeopardy and Wheel and all this stuff, you the, the headlines are always: "Is this the worst contestant ever or the worst yeah. guest ever?" Right? Like it's like they they really sensationalize these and then they go viral and then people are you know they're either terrible or they're not as terrible, uh-huh. right? So this actually may be the single worst guess in Wheel of Fortune history. Oh, okay? hit me. I love it. So Rashad Jennings, who did uh, seven seasons in the NFL, um, won season 24, Dancing with the Stars. Wow. Real great guy, right? Yeah. So he's on Wheel of Fortune. Celebrity Wheel of Fortune. Celebrity Wheel of Fortune. So he's on Wheel of Fortune. And the answer on the board, okay? Okay was driving to Reno with Quentin Tarantino, okay? Oh. The only letter missing yeah. in the clue was the Q in Quentin. Oh. So every single letter was there for uh-huh. driving to Reno with Quentin Tarantino. So Tarantino spelled out. Spelled out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the only letter missing was the Q. Okay. Here's Rashad. Why don't I know that letter? (laughs) I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I wish I could help. I really do. But if you can buy some time by spinning the wheel. I'm gonna spin it. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. Letter board. Check Aussie. Six hundred. P. No. No. Sorry. Now, Marcel, if you know it, you can solve it. Yeah. And then you might as well, because you get that $5,000 bonus. Why risk a spin? But it's up to you. Pat, you've been here before. Driving to Reno with Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the other guy that guessed it. So So you said the letter P? Quentin. (laughs) Driving to Reno with Quentin Tarantino. Oh, my. He said his name was Rashad? Yes. Oh, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Canada's Got Talent season three oh, yeah. will kick off this spring. They got the auditions happening this week, by the way. Um, OLG stage, Falls View Casino in Niagara. If you want to be there, you can get your free tickets at citytv.com yeah. to be a part of the audience. And a part of the taping. Because and you'll get to see everything before we get to see it on TV. Because that's the thing, is that when you when you like watch it, all the all the auditions, you're like, God, when did they do this? And why wasn't I there? They're yeah. doing it now. Yeah. And you can be there. For free. CityTV.com yes. to get your tickets. Uh, by the way, big change for season three is that the winner will receive a million bucks. Yep. 
as it should be. Thanks to Rogers making it the biggest cash prize in Canadian television history. Plus, each Golden Buzzer recipient will score twenty-five grand each. From just like CIBC. that for the Golden Buzzer, just for the Golden Buzzer, oh, twenty-five thousand bucks from Oof. CIBC. Uh, Damon Mori was out there at Niagara Falls talking to the judges. Trish Stratus, friend of the show, Howie Mandel, Lily Singh, Cardinal Official. About season three. How heated does it get backstage between all you judges when you have to discuss the talent? Uh, Well, you know, it does get heated. uh, But uh, I have to say, I do have the advantage. Yes. Being the wrestler, of course. You know, uh, I always win the heated discussions that we have. Um, No, um, we all have our own opinions, right? Well, that's the cool thing about it is that we all kind of, we have our own thoughts and opinions and so i like to think that we reflect maybe the viewers opinions at home so like on the couch you have mom and you have brother and you have sister and they're all like no she's no he's better and we kind of have that same little dynamic and that's what makes it feel real and that's why people feel connected to us yeah i think because Mm -hmm. everyone when you're watching you kind of align your thought process and your favoritism i guess with uh each one of the judges Uh, howie mandel one of the judges as well with the prize this season being one million bucks thanks to rogers biggest prize in canadian tv history are you changing your judging criteria um no but i am tougher this year than i was last year and each year that you do this you and i think the audience gets more and more jaded you know if you see somebody do something that you saw last season at the same level as you saw last season you go well that's that's not better than what i saw so i feel like each season inspires the next so we want to see bigger better more surprising more wow so we are judging tougher and then add the million dollars to that i think there's more pressure on the shoulders of who who's ever standing on that stage damn a million bucks huh yeah and the uh, crazy thing is, is that it can go to anybody, right? I'll mm-hmm. never forget. I was in the UK when Britain's Got Talent was on in a in a bar when the dog won. Meanwhile, you had about... people for weeks on weeks, oh. like great singers, yeah. just oh. giving it their all. And Bro. in your mind, you're like, that person's <laughs> going to win. The and then at the end, that's what like... makes the show so great is that it's not yeah. just, it's literally anything yeah like an australian shepherd winning a million bucks <laughs> yes. uh david Moore with lily singh one of the other judges on cgt if all you judges were stranded on an island who will survive the longest and who will die first oh <laughs> die die, die. On an island at the desk i won't lie it is it's not too far who would die the first i'm gonna go ahead and say and i don't necessarily know why i think cardi's gonna die first. <laughs> oh no i just yeah. feel like cardi you know he needs a lot of things to function, needs his people. He needs every time I see him, he's with an entourage of people. I just don't know how he's going to survive without all those people to lean on. The people person oh, that would no. survive the longest. I'm just going to say this pure because of physical strength is Trish. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Trish. Yeah. Is last. I think she nailed it. Yeah, <laughs> now, how do you feel that someone on this stage for Canada's Got Talent is going to win more money than you're getting paid to do the show? That is so terrible that you're disclosing <laughs> how much Lily is getting. Yeah. Um, as Why for would me, you do that that to <laughs> but I said. I'm like, well, maybe maybe I should perform and have a chance yes. out of that million. Yes. But no, nah, I think it's incredible. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it is absolutely incredible and good on them for doing it because I think the talent that we have here, um, it's like we're making up for lost time. But it's like we have the biggest artists in the world. We have the biggest actors in the world, directors, everything that you can think of. And it's like for us to have a platform like Canada's Got Talent, I think it's incredible that finally the prize money matches the level of talent that we have. In five minutes on that stage, someone will be richer than you. 
Uh, they won't be, but still, <laughs> kudos to <laughs> them. I tried. Every, I tried. <laughs> you did try. Uh, big shout out once again uh, to Trish Stratus, Howie Mandel, Lily Singh, and Cardinal Official, your judges for season three of Canada's Got Talent, which they are uh, filming this week on the OLG stage, Falls View Casino in Niagara Falls. If you want to go for free, you want to get your tickets, hit up citytv.com right now. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So I got to talk about fears real quick because I'm going through this list of what the sort of most common fears are. So, so they I thought we were going to get some insight as to what you're scared of. No. So they laid out. No, because I, I just I, I, I there's something very puzzling to me. I don't care what the the sort of list of fears are, but there's something in here that I find very troubling and very puzzling. And maybe you can help me understand this better. So. They ask people what their fears were. So they, 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 there's a giant list of fears, and then pe- basically people sort of rank them as to what their number one heights number and two. all that stuff. Exactly. Okay. Heights is number one. Hmm. Oh. They call that uh, acrophobia, the fear of heights. Spiders. That's arachnophobia. That is uh, number three. But here's the problem, okay? Surprise, surprise. If I laid problem. out <laughs> yeah. all the fears... To you. And yeah. I said, rank them. And I said, fear of heights. Yeah. Fear, fear of social situations. Fear of spiders. Fear of needles. Fear of snakes. Well, fear of flying. Fear of flying. Fear of fraily, failure. Public speaking. Open sure. spaces. But also on that list is thanatophobia. Thanatophobia? Yes. Yeah, I'm scared of Thanos. If he ever shows up. <laughs> Which is the fear of death. Totally. Aren't we all afraid of death? Totally. That's everybody, though. Where, if on the list of heights, spiders, needles, and death, where is death ranking? Death has to be number one. Thank you! Death is four! Oh, what the uh, hell? Hold on. More people are scared of spiders than they are of death? More people are scared of social social situations than they are of death. But I think that, to defend the list slightly, spiders... Are something that you will occur more often. But you should always be more afraid of death yeah. than <laughs> spiders. Every day you could die. The reason you are afraid of spiders is because of death. <laughs> the reason you're afraid of heights is you're afraid you, you're afraid you might fall it's and because die. Of death. Yeah, no, death but you're gonna be fall before you die. The reason you're afraid of snakes is because of death. Yeah. You die because you fall. Yes. But you fall first. No. You are, the reason you don't go to the edge of something is because of death. Yeah. You don't Not slip, because of the height. You don't slip, fall, and die. Yes. <laughs> death is number one. Thank you. So then where do you put spiders? I, that doesn't matter to me. Cares? I don't care what other, I mean, what other people's phobias are. I don't care. But what yeah. I'm saying Who is that. It fills out the list. I don't, exactly. Just like, throw it aboard. I don't care. There's no, I, I, I really don't. It could, go, it could go number one, death. Number two, hammers. Yeah, like, whatever. Anything. Yeah, your mother. Right? <laughs> it could be that. Oh, my God. Catherine, by the way. Yeah, don't you do that on my mom's like that, okay. Catherine says your mother all the time. Uh-huh. But she says it to Roxy. Oh. That's her. <laughs> yes. That's, that's and Roxy's amazing. like, that's you. <laughs> what did she say? She, yeah, she's fine. She still does it, though. <laughs> your mother. Yeah, okay, Ka- you? Yeah, yeah. Like, Roxy would be like, oh, my God, what I do the thing? Heather would be like, your mother. <laughs> <laughs> and Roxy's like, that's you, mom. <laughs> anyway, if there's a list of fears or phobias and death is on the list, death needs to be number one. Not heights, social situations, spiders, needles, snakes. Death is number one. Uh-huh. 
What else There's is no on that other list? place. I'm just kind of curious. What else is on that Public list? speaking. Yeah. Um, a fear of uh, claustrophobia. The, the drowning. Tight spaces. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, drowning on here. Drowning on here. there. You're a brave man, sir. No, I think it was me. Your new girl listening right now. I know. I know. I know. We're like, death should be number one. I was like, yeah, but where does commitment The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, Lauren. How are you? It's Roz and Mocha. I'm great. Good morning. Welcome to the show, Lauren. What is your question? Uh, yeah, so I'm forced to choose between a show of people sharing their dreams or a show of people telling the story of their ghost encounter, which oh. would Roz choose? <laughs> and if you have to spend a month doing shows with all memory. Okay, I would say, what, I don't even have to, like, I don't even have to uh, think about this. What one hundred percent? I would sit and watch a show of people sharing ghost encounters, rather than people listening to people's dreams. Okay. Okay. Why? Be- because the only thing somebody who tells you about a ghost encounter, the only thing they want you to do is believe them. Mm-hmm. Right. When somebody's sharing your dream, they want you to be invested in it, and I just can't do yeah. that. Like really, really interested. Yes. Maybe ask questions. Yes, they want uh-huh. you to be engaged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They Give want me you all to, the like, details. All the, yes, <laughs> relate to them. No, Catherine was talking about some dream she had. I don't even know what the hell was going on. Yeah, right. And I, I look at her, and I had like in, in the living room, I have big headphones, like from my computer. Sometimes I looked her. I'm like making eye contact, making eye contact, and I reached over and I grabbed my big headphones and I put them on, and then I. Tap the space where on my computer real loud. <laughs> oh, that's so rude. Wow. What'd you say? Nothing. Nothing was playing. I didn't actually have anything there. Oh my uh, God. Yeah, I cannot listen to dreams. I can't listen to nobody wants to hear about your dream. Bro, can you imagine if I came over and Catherine and I just started going back and forth with our dreams? That's all while she, you're in the room. Oh my gosh, she would love that. That would be like the greatest day in the in the in the world for her. But you're not allowed to put your oh, headphones on. Bro, you gotta sit there and listen. I sit in the middle of the living room and then Roxy sits to my left and Catherine will be in the kitchen to my right. And they Roxy and Catherine will just be going back and forth. What about dreams? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah. I think a dream show would be amazing here. No, no. I'm listening to people's ghost encounters all day. All day. There you go, Lauren. Thank you so much. Uh, before we let you go, between Raz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Oh, boy. Um, I love you both so very much, but uh, I got to say Roz. Thank you. Do you want to tell them about your dream last night? No, don't. This is... Nope, definitely not. Yeah. No, no, we're good. You don't have no explanation needed, Oh, wait, needed, did you have love. a dream last night? I, I think so, but uh, I'm definitely not going to share it. Thank you. Oh, uh, hold on. Oh, one of those. Hey. One of those. <laughs> no, I just, I know Roz will hang up on me. Oh, I actually don't have the power to do that. <laughs> Mo- Mocha could literally put 90 people one after another about talking about their dreams, and I would have oh no way of, of getting away from it. Yo, we should do a podcast special where yes. it's just inviting people to talk about their dreams. No, and that's all it no, is. Call no, after call after no, call. No, it's just dream talk. Nobody's interested. Oh my God. Not that's interested. That's We're the name not. of the podcast. Dream talk with Roz and Mocha. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, the company wants us to put out more podcasts, right? Stop it. Lauren, fans would love it. Would you be interested in a podcast episode where all we do is talk to people about their dreams? Uh, you know what? I would totally listen to that because it would be just hilarious. <laughs> okay.
Okay, perfect. Okay. okay, great. The planning starts yeah, now. Make sure. <laughs> but I'm telling you right now, dude. Yeah. You cannot do a podcast where people talk about their dreams <laughs> yeah. and not invite Catherine. Oh, you will ruin my life. <laughs> not only do I not care about her dreams, but if yeah. we then did an entire podcast yeah. of people talking about dreams and I left her out of it. Yeah. It's a nightmare for you. Ruined. <laughs> yeah, nightmare for you for real. Ruined. <laughs> You'd be reaching for those headphones at home so quick. Ruined. (laughs) Oh, Lauren, you're the best. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, and happy belated birthday, Ross. Right on. Thank you, love. Uh, You just sparked an idea. Uh, If you want to be a part of uh, Dream Talk with Ross and Mocha, a podcast special episode, feel free to DM us, and uh, and we'll we'll put something together. And because the podcast is like unlimited minutes, who knows knows how long that episode's going to be? Yeah, you don't even have to self-edit your dream. (laughs) Just 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 free flow. Details, details, details. Would love to do that. Just uh, hit us up in the DMs. But I will say this about the dreams, though. I think yeah. it's more interesting if people call in only about their most recent dream. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah Not yeah, yeah. about like, oh, this one time I had this dream where it was whatever. No. Right. I think it has to be the nonsense from the night before. And you'll, yes. stay, you'll be right. here for it, Ross? What? Where am I going to go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I cannot wait for our dream episode. So feel free to DM us. Thank you, everybody. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. How did this Jay-Z $500,000 thing start? Was it just like a question somebody asked online? So the, yes. quest- yeah. the question is, would you rather take $500,000 in cash or have lunch with Jay-Z? So that's the choice. And people are debating this as to whether you should take the cash or maybe you would be benefit more from having lunch with Jay-Z, right? Yeah. I would take the cash. I would also take the cash, even though Jay Z is my favorite artist in the entire world. Yeah, and a chance to meet Jay Z is literally, at least for me, once in a lifetime. Yeah, but the money would pay off my mortgage. Yeah, Shem? I would just take the money for the sole purpose of investing it and turning it into more money. Mm-hmm. Shem, oh, I'm taking the cash. Yes, yeah. Come on. thank you. Because anyone oh, and, and- who says Jay Z, right? There's no guarantee that you're going to have this conversation that you think is going to happen. So let's play Jay-Z first answering this. So Gail King sat down with Jay-Z. Then we can come back and sort of get into uh, some of the, the, the points from both sides here. There's something interesting online, Jay. I'd love to hear what you think about this. If you had a choice between getting paid $500,000 in cash or lunch with Jay-Z, yeah. which would you choose? You got to take the money. What, are you gonna, what I'm going to say? Yeah, I mean everything now I'm gonna say. No, no, only because people say, of course you take you take lunch with Jay Z because the wisdom that you would get from him would would be so uh, beneficial to you. There would yeah. only be a matter. You but, would take the money. Yeah, because you, you got the you got all that in the music for for ten ninety nine. That's a that's a bad deal. I would I wouldn't tell you to cut a bad deal. Like I don't take know. the five hundred thousand. Go buy some albums and listen to the albums. It's all there. If you, okay. you if you piece it together and really listen to the music for the words for what it is, it's all there. Everything that I said was gonna happen, happened. Everything that I said I wanted to do, I've done. And there's the blueprint. The blueprint, literally, to me and my life and my journey is is there already. Jay Z should actually run this. And, and up the game and say, you can take $500,000 or 
or have lunch with me and I will give you the greatest piece of advice I could ever give you. And then every single person who sits down at, with him at that lunch table, he should look at them in the face and go, you should have taken the 500 grand. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I got to go. My right? car is outside. Yeah. <laughs> you, got the, you got the bill, right? Yeah. Yeah. Should have taken the money. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because people think that lunch with Jay-Z, like they're going to suddenly become best friends. No, exactly. And he's going to bring them into his world and guide them and mentor them. Like there's and, no And they're going to build a connection. Around this Bro. question. When you say, oh, you have a chance of sitting down and having lunch with Jay-Z. Sure, that's all fine. But there's no... How am I going to know that Jay Z is going to sit there and say, "Okay, here is how the conversation is going to go. Thank Let you. me teach you." Yes. How do you know that you're going to sit down with Jay and he's going to all of a sudden you're you start talking about basketball, let's say, yeah, right? And then he goes off on on one direction. But a lot of it also depends on you, right? Like if if you were to take the dinner from Jay Z, a lot of it depends on what on what you do with the information that he gives you. Okay, and I don't have no, any trust in myself. No, asking the right questions but, when you're there okay. as well, right? But, and but, you don't know if Jay-Z but, wants to sit there and listen to your broke-ass talk about stuff like that. Facts. First of all, you, you okay, you're going to interrupt Jay-Z. Let's say you sit down for lunch with Jay-Z, mm-hmm. and you got a list of questions, and Jay-Z sits down in front of you, and he's charismatic, and he's Jay-Z, and he's an icon. But Jay-Z really likes French onion soup. Mm-hmm. And Jay-Z spends 25 minutes talking about French onion soup. Yeah. You're going to start interrupting him and asking no. him business questions when he wants to go off on French onion soup? No, you're not. But you got to find that moment and say, hey, there's I'm no here to ask more. some questions. There's no, there's no moment. You're also saying that lunch with Jay-Z is worth $500,000 with this question. Do you think that's what it's worth? I do. I think that if you put lunch with Jay-Z up for a charity auction, I uh, think for sure Jay-Z would get $500,000. But you're not guaranteed to have the conversation yeah. you think or everyone No, it's not a business meeting. It's not, a, it's, not a, it's, it's not Jay-Z's Shark Tank uh-huh. where you can pitch your idea to him. He's not going to listen to your mixtape. Right. It's Jay-Z right? and Beyonce. Here, here Here's no, a, I'm still taking the cash. Here's what Rick still. Ross has to say. Oh, okay, here we go. Because Rick Ross got oh, wow. in it. Uh, you know, friends with Jay-Z, yes, right? Yes. I'm going to take the dinner and I'm going to tell you why. In 08, before I turned in my second album, I had a meeting with Hove. We went to lunch. Philippe Chow, Manhattan. The chicken, the orange chicken on the stick with the peanut sauce was the vibe <laughs> at the time. Yeah. Let me cut through all the conversation. <laughs> he said, Rosé, versus writing... To every beat you like, write to every record you can make work. He told me a quick story about Big Pimpin'. I said, okay, bet. So I went from writing one record to every 80 beats I like to writing 40 records out of every 80 beats I could make work. Okay, so then that's a different kind of situation because you already already a guy. No, Jay-Z, you were already in the circle. You could have those types of conversations. Which yeah. is the difference between somebody like Rick Ross and regular nobodies. But now I don't need the lunch because Rick Ross also gave me some great advice. <laughs> right. You take the money, for <laughs> yeah. God's sake. Everyone, just take the just money. Just take it. Also, also, nobody's offering you $500,000. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Man, I feel bad for Michael Bradley. TFC. Mm. Um... This is his last game. He retired on Friday, or sorry, on Saturday, Roz. How old is he? He's, I think... Athletes always freak me out when they retire because they're always, like, super young. In his late 36 30s. years yeah. old. <laughs> yeah. 308 <Right>. games <laughs> with TFC. Mm-hmm. And has been with that, like, his entire career with the team. Incredible. 2014. 
And um, oh, what a hor- like a terrible loss. Oh no, was yeah. it? Like they did this big celebration. Like his kids were there, no, and he brought them out onto the no. field, and there was like signs and a big celebration. And then like they lost horribly. And this went down like. Not to take away from Michael Bradley's night. Yeah. But this went down as probably the worst season ever for TFC. Am I right, Maria? Maria, by the way, also uh, works for TFC, and you were at the game on Saturday. Yes. So statistically, this is the worst season in club history. So, yes. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Facts are facts. Facts are facts. Yeah. Didn't yeah. the same thing happen to Beckham when he retired? They, his team lost? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But rarely, same thing with boxing. Like, rarely does a guy on his last fight ever win, yeah. right? Like, but this is terrible because it's like, you know. It was just a terrible it, it's season. A terrible season. Right? Their new coach, it was their. <laughs> it was his first game. His first game coaching and just happened to be last game. <laughs> <laughs> that was a horrible one. Yeah. Yeah. Right? What were the, the, uh, the atmosphere like in, uh, at BMO? You know, everyone was there and everyone was obviously cheering on the team like they have all season long. I got to say, like, the fans, no matter what, they came out and they were bringing the energy in the stadium. Yeah. Um, at the end of the game, there was a few signs that said, like, we're sick of it and stuff like that. Oh, so I really? Think, yeah, I, and people are wait, obviously... Did people wait to bring those signs out after the loss? Do you think, like, the signs... They were during... Said- some of them were during the game. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I think they would have put them up if they won. Yeah, probably. I do, right? Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. I think everyone just wants... To see this team succeed, especially after everything that's happened. So I think they're just trying to send one final message. But for Michael Bradley at the end of the game, everyone stood out there. Everyone clapped for him. They watched him walk around the whole field. He thanked everybody. And it was a really nice moment watching him kind of take his last steps through the tunnel off Uh, the field again, which was nice. Michael Bradley, captain of TFC, uh, talking to media. It's bittersweet. You know, there there are no two ways around that. This has been my life for, for as long as I can remember. It's been a week of a lot of different emotions, and honestly, I've enjoyed every second even of, of, of that part. Um, I, I love this club. I love this city. I have never stopped for one single second in 10 years trying to do everything I could to help us be successful. That, that, that was no matter the circumstances. Obviously, as a competitor and as someone who loves this club and is so proud of, of who we are and what we've done, yeah, to end after a season like this, yeah, that, that maybe, in a, maybe in a perfect world, that's not the way it would go. I'm really excited for the next chapter of my life and my career. Yeah, you don't want to end on a loss. And you're talking about fans being fed up like some of the reaction, there's a lot of love for Michael Bradley, mm-hmm. but mixed in there. Mm-hmm. Have they so, never won the cup? No, they won in 2017. Oh, okay. So there Maury, you, you were there. I saw you there. <laughs> I know. But oh so, so it's like they've won before. Wow. You, were li- you were literally there. <laughs> <laughs> you were there. That's so long ago. <laughs> oh my! That's the first time I met Maury. Was actually. Like, <laughs> oh my! Yeah, I was an intern. I was an intern. You were there. Okay, <laughs> we met. We saw. We high fived. We celebrated. Is that when they had the room with the mac and cheese? You were there. Yeah. The mac and cheese. <laughs> it's wild. Anyway, congratulations. So they won before. Legend. <laughs> Bro, don't even. Just Maury? stop. I'm going to backhand you. <laughs> Did you say backhand or backhand? Backhand! <laughs> I, say, I didn't know. I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know. Big up Michael Bradley. Big up Michael Bradley. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
Uh, I know everyone's talking about like Britney's book that's out today, which we'll get to later. Mm-hmm. But uh, the other book that's trying to get with all the revelations out there some attention is the John Stamos. <laughs> yeah. If you would have told me memoir. And on yesterday's show, we were talking about an excerpt from the book where John Stamos said that his ex-girlfriend... Back in the 80s. In the 80s, yeah. by the name of Terry Co- uh, Copley, uh, he caught her in bed with Tony Danza, from Who's the Boss? <laughs> Tony Maselli. That's right? crazy. Hold me closer, Tony Danza. And this was uh, probably around the time when John Stamos was playing bongos for the Beach Boys. Yes. Right? And Wait, what? Yeah, man. You didn't know that? Wow. Watch the video for Kokomo. Oh, my God. Okay. Who's on the bongos? John Stamos. And Tony Danza, of course, heighted his career. Oh. One of the biggest stud celebrity TV stars in the world with Who's the Boss? Yep. So the ex now, Terry Copley, is saying, yes, I hooked up with Tony Danza. Gotta do it. But... John Stamos and I had already broken up. Oh, so she's like, right. we were. I was. I was. I wasn't doing anything wrong. Right. But he did come over. She was like, yes, he came over. <sighs> yes, he saw. <sighs> yes, it was Tony Danza laying there. But we had already broken up. But like for how long? That's the thing she didn't say. Was Does it, it like matter? we broke up and that like an day? hour? Yeah, yeah, like an hour later, I was hooking up. With Tony Maselli? Yeah. If like, you're broken up, it doesn't matter how long after. Yeah, oh, come on. There's yes. a, there's, oh, Bro, no, 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 no. If no, you're no, broken no. up. No, 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 no. So what's your limit, Maury? No, I'm just saying, like, is there a time limit? Like, you have to wait, like, a day? I would I, say, yeah, I that's mean. That's disrespectful, man. Yeah, like, I don't but know. But you're broken up. <laughs> no, but then that okay, would have. hold on. No, no, no. That would have meant yeah. that. Shem, why are you even? I don't know. I think Shem's got. Okay, up your hold face on, Shem. Like because I, I think okay. it depends on how you broke up, right? Is, like, okay, fair. Uh, I'll give you an example. Yes. I walked in on an ex before, <gasps> right, and the relationship yeah, was yeah. done at that moment. Yeah, yeah. was yeah. I? Should I have waited a day or two or given a grace period before I went and hooked up with somebody else? Hell no. How long right? did you wait? <laughs> Let's just say it happened at in the morning, and I didn't wait six months. I bet. I didn't wait six months. I didn't wait six hours. So you walked in when? In the morning? Yeah, it was revenge. You walked in in the morning and then you hooked up like later that day. Correct. Let me tell you something, Shem. If you had a woman in your life that would be so quick to get with you, you probably that relationship you were in was doomed anyway. If you're keeping a woman that close to you that you could call and be the and she'd be there in an hour. You ain't loyal. Wait, yeah, wait, I'm tender. not loyal. No, wait, wait, wait. No, wait. No, Why no, are we no. questioning you, my no, loyalty? You ain't loyal. If you got a woman on standby like that that I, you've kept on standby. T- to be honest, it wasn't uh, somebody that I knew. It was oh, Tinder, oh, wasn't it? You went Tinder. on Tinder. Oh. <laughs> there we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. I read this story today and I thought, great, we're going to lose Maria. Oh no, what happened? And not lose Maria as in she's going to leave the show. I just feel like attention. Oh. Because TikTok confirmed that they are now testing out 15-minute video uploads. Yeah. They started out originally as 15-second videos, and then they increased to a minute, then three minutes, And then last year, 
10-minute videos. Mm -hmm. And obviously, it's in an effort to keep people on TikTok a lot longer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because the, 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 the thinking was that the shorter, the better, right? Mm -hmm. And then you watch the whole eight seconds or six seconds or whatever it is. Um, but I think that now what they're realizing is that one second of a 15-second video is not as good as 30 seconds of a four-minute video. Sure. Right? And so that's what they want. Maria, how much of your day is spent on TikTok and during a TikTok session... <laughs> How long are you on the app? Um, I'd probably say I spend like three hours a day on TikTok. Oh my god, three hours! Yeah, yeah. Do you obviously spend like <clears throat> broken up, right? Yeah, 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 not like three hours consecutively. Like I'll scroll in the morning. Uh -huh. Sometimes when I'm eating lunch at night, and then I try to like stop at nighttime, but then I just end up in a dark hole. Stop. So at night, though, that's like your longest session, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. how long are we talking here? At night? Oh, at least an hour. An hour on TikTok. Now, is this just like random swiping up to see what's next, or are these all accounts that you already follow? Both. I'll go through like my friends, and yeah. then I'll go like following, and then I'll go for like for you. How long do you spend on TikTok, Maury? Like probably the same, but I literally yeah. I don't follow many people on TikTok, but I'll just scroll and scroll and scroll on the for, for you page, right? The for you yeah. page, but my TikTok is ruined. Yeah, mine is all just men in their underwear. <laughs> yeah, That's mine you, is yeah. definitely not men in their. Underwear. <laughs> What's yours? Men in their underwear? <laughs> What's yours, Maria? <laughs> mine's all kinds. Like mine's stuff with like beauty. There's stuff with just random funny trends that are going on. Yeah, comedy. Sometimes I get the crime videos that come up, and then I get in this dark <laughs> hole where I'm watching like. I'm busting people. There's like this cop I follow. He like busts like like crackheads, and then is he a like, real cop or is he a fake cop? In I don't, I don't like, really know, but I think he's real. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Does it? <laughs> it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. So, are you down then for an increase? Because they're testing this out right now. Yeah. Uh, with 15 minute uploads, are you down with watching? Like, would you watch? A 15-minute TikTok video. So they have like 10-minute videos already. Yeah. And like, I don't watch that long. No. Will you start Usually, watching a little bit? I'll start watching. And what's the after, most you give? Like five, six minutes. Yeah. Because if I'm going to watch long. something longer than like five minutes, I'm just going to put on a TV show. Yeah. What about you, Maury? I love when they're super quick and I can move on to the next yeah. one. Yeah. Gotcha. Because when you're lying on the couch, like you don't have the attention span for that long. Yes, you do. Yes, of course you you're do. You're lying on the you couch. You have nothing no, else No, but I want to see the next guy. <laughs> it's okay. That's okay. what it is, right? Wow. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, are you like? Do you scroll? Me? Yeah. I yeah. don't scroll at all. At all. I don't go. Okay. Uh, first of all, I'm the uh, like. If anybody should know anything about TikTok in this room, it's me. Just saying. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. He's viral. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, no, I don't scroll TikTok. Okay. I find it to be. Uh, it doesn't make me feel good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't enjoy. Yeah. I, I don't enjoy the TikTok experience because there is so much just blatant. BS on there, like just like out wrong. of out of this world BS out there. Sure. But the problem is is that when you see something that takes off that is clearly wrong, mm -hmm. just like so unbelievably wrong, everybody else doesn't care if it's wrong. They just want to get that action, and then so you see one video of somebody saying something that is completely outrageous, and then after that, there's fifty other people that have literally done the exact same video. Mm. 
the yeah. exact same video saying the exact same Matthew thing. Matthew believes everything he sees on TikTok. So, like, if somebody says there's a bad ingredient in a drink, yeah. we can no longer buy that drink. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Yeah. I tend to do that sometimes in my family. <laughs> <laughs> I will send them random videos. I'm like, stop doing this. <laughs> well, get ready for it. TikTok will be uh, letting everyone upload 15-minute wow. videos. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. There's a documentary out on Paramount Plus about Millie Vanilli, the duo in the early 90s that hit huge with their six times platinum album, Girl, You Know It's True, which produced three number one songs. They got American Music Awards for it, a Grammy Award that was eventually taken back after it was discovered that Millie Vanilli weren't the ones singing on the tracks. Uh, Rob, one half of the group, died in 98 of a drug overdose. Fab Morvan, the other half of Millie Vanilli, joins us right now. Welcome to the Razamoka Show. How are you? Yeah, no doubt. What's up? Good, man. Um, so this documentary, Paramount Plus, everyone can see it now. Are you happy with everything, the story that was told? I'm very happy with it because of the fact that people thought they knew the story by, by just the headlines. It was more than that. It's multi-layers, so... Finally, Luke Kerr and Bradley Jackson came to me and their approach was on the human side. They were interested genuinely in telling my story. So when uh, Luke Curran saw me doing the moth, which I was doing like it was a 10 minute thing. And in 12 minutes, I told my story. At the end of it, I was singing. And it was like, whoa, 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 wait a second. This dude is singing. And he always thought what he heard from the press, from media, they can't sing, you know, and all that. Not talented. And when you he heard my voice, it was like, well, he's got a beautiful voice. So let me investigate. Bradley and Luke investigated, and the more, the deeper they went into the rabbit hole, they were like, yo, wait a second. What about the label? What about the producer? Everybody ran, ran away to the woods, to the hills, unscathed, and those two took the fall. How is that possible? So there we were. We fell, you know, really hard. Mm -hmm. Everybody left us, and we were the corporate in the end. So for me to be able to tell my story, to, to told it from, from those angles by showing the inner workings of the industry, of the music industry, because it's not something that you see often. And now people are more savvy about what's going on in the industry. So now I'm happy. Most people have an opinion of you guys that is based off what we saw with our own eyes. The press right. conference, the disasters con concert where the, 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 the backing track failed. Um, people have an opinion of you and have always had an opinion of you. But what do they get wrong? What they got wrong is that we didn't premeditate all this. Yeah. We fell into it. We signed the contract without an attorney or management. We didn't know about the industry. It was for three albums. We got li a little bit of advanced money. And then we, we thought, okay, we uh, can we get some more money? Oh, yeah, of course, not knowing that that money was not free. So when it was time to sing on the record, same thing happened with the guys who recorded the vocals. They were lied to. They were in the studio first thinking, oh, I'm involved with the project. I'm going to sing. Frank had to go to them and say, hey, wait a second. You're not going to sing. What do you mean? Why? Well, because you don't fit the bill. You don't look that. Mm -hmm. You don't fit what I'm, what I'm thinking about. My plan is to use somebody else's image and your voice. Fab Morvan of Millie Vanilli is on the Roz and Mocha show. The new documentary on Millie Vanilli is out right now on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, when looking to put together the documentary and really tell the story and the amount of people that you have uh, telling their versions or giving their opinions on the story, did you get any pushback? And how are you able to convince certain individuals to take part? No, we didn't have to... We, there was no pushback. The only pushback we got... And the only way you can put on the screen 
was not willing to come talk to us was Frank Farian. Mm. Everybody from the background singers to the lead singers, everyone told the story. You know, it's not edited. Like it's like, you know, you can tell everyone tells the story. And then what, what happened is one plus one equal two, not three. That's it. In the end, the audience make uh, has an opinion. It's everyone has the same opinion in the end. Now the young generation says, what was the big deal? Because when you look at TikTok now, it's mm-hmm. prevalent. Lip syncing is is celebrated. Now the labels and the artists are in cahoots. A lot of people lip sync. But now but, but what it's I was still, But it's still for, them. It, but it's still them lip syncing to their own voice. It's not it's not like what, what went on with Millie Vanilli, though. There's a slight difference in the lip syncing now true, to true, what true, you guys listen, got listen, involved listen. in. But, 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 but listen, we can we can argue that many ways. Without a tune, the machine is, is, is taking place within the recording session. Mm-hmm. If you're not able to duplicate that and the machine takes over and makes you sound a certain way, but you're not capable of doing it on stage. Now you tell me, is that you or the machine? I the think point. that what a lot of people get wrong is that you guys were not the hustlers. You were hustled like sure. we were all hustled, right? That's right. And That's I, right. But when you get in that deep, because the one thing I want to know is that when that fame hit and you guys knew the truth, when you had access to what you had access to and you had the level of fame you had, that is a very addictive lifestyle oh you betcha but how, how much of yep. that how much of that not wanting to let go of the lifestyle kept you guys from busting out but with the truth let me, let me tell you real quick rob came from uh, was a, an orphanage got, a, got spent four years in, in an orphanage the love that we didn't get at home or wherever we came from when we discovered that love on the first single we were like oh my god and we were like but we signed we thought we signed for one single but we wanted to sing. After that, Frank was like, no, 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 you cannot sing. So we were like, wow, so what do we do? So we embraced it. But, but in the end, this dream that we thought would be, would be our dream turned into a nightmare. In the end, we destroyed it all. We pushed him to a brink. We were talking to people about making the transition. But when Frank heard of the transition that we're about to make, he said, you know what? I'm going to destroy it all. And at the end, he said, you know what? I'm going to take you out. I'm going to show you. I gave you birth. I can destroy you. And Millie Vanilli <laughs> fans are going to be able to experience the documentary, which is available <laughs> everywhere uh, for everyone right. now on Paramount+. Plus. Girl, uh, Paramount Plus. Fab, thank you That's so much right. for sharing your time with us on the Rosamo Show. And listen, show. pleasure really talking to it. you guys. And like I said, one plus one equal two in the end, not three. You got it. Love it. Thank you, bro. Appreciate you. Thank you. Peace. Right the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So we got the trailer for the uh, new Squid Game reality show on Netflix, November twenty second, where they get real people to play some of the games from Squid Game. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Guys, I don't know. So essentially, it's all filmed then, right? Like, they already know the winner. Everything's mm-hmm. done. Yeah. yeah. I may watch it out of curiosity, like episode one. Mm-hmm. But I think the big appeal for the actual show show and what made it so hugely popular is that people just died. Yeah. But won't you watch right. this to see if people get hurt? No, I no, watched... they're not. they're not going to get... 
hurt in the way you think. Like, no one's going to break a leg, like, no. on camera. They they did another show. Was it called The 500 or something like that? Which was another big, giant um, uh, show with 500 contestants. And it was very, very difficult to watch because one of the things that makes these shows great when people compete, whether it's, like, Survive or anything else is that you have to be able to identify with the people and you have to pick a favorite and it's storylines. Mm-hmm. And you don't get that with this no. at all, right? You can't focus on an individual. And so it's just, because what made the show was that you knew the lives of the people that were in there, right? From the very beginning. Like mm-hmm. you sort of had a story of how they wound up there. This is just 500 people that you don't know or don't care about. Yeah. I think you'd be physical 100. That's what you're referring yeah, to, right? That's, yeah, that's what yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, and it just wasn't. Like, it was. It wasn't. It wasn't easy to follow. No, right? Like totally. it, you weren't emotionally invested in it. Totally. Uh, so four point five six million dollars is what uh, players are competing for. This is part of the trailer. Attention, wow. all players! It is now time for the next game. Oh, yo! oh my god! Please enter the game hall immediately. Let the game begin. I want to live, not merely survive. Yeah, this is a so savage game. You just get like the. Yeah. It's the same vibe, but it's not the same thing. Right. I think I'll watch just to sort of see what games they do. Yeah. I mean, they'll do all the, you know, they'll do red light, green light. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And what are they shooting with? Like paintball? Mm-hmm. Is that the deal? Looks you, like you it. You get paintballed? Yeah. I mean, let's be fired. Paintballs hurt. <laughs> it's true. No helmets. I guess they got to wake him where he can't take somebody's eye out, right? Yeah, I guess not. No, but still, no, no. like the glass floor. If they fall through that, they're just gonna fall onto yeah mats and stuff. A mat, like that. yeah, yeah, not yeah, falling yeah, to yeah. their death. No, 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 no. But if you're interested, no. uh, nobody's gonna game... and nobody's gonna get stabbed in their bunk, right? right? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> the Squid Game uh, reality show, four point five six million up for grabs, starts streaming on Netflix uh, November twenty second. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Do you see that? Um, and I don't know why this all makes sense to me, and I found it like super endearing. But did you see that Kurt Cobain's daughter married Tony Hawk's son? What? No. Kurt Cobain's Francis Bean Cobain, who daughter. was a baby when he when he died. Yeah. And then married. everybody was terrified because Courtney Love was just a mess at that time. Yeah, yeah. But I guess she like I haven't heard about her from anybody. Like she just Courtney had like Love? I guess like a normal life. No, huh. the kid. Oh, the kid, yeah. Yeah. But so like she Kurt, married Co- Kurt Cobain's daughter married Tony Hawk, the skateboarder. Yeah. His son. Oh, Which that's... to me that just makes sense. Sure. Like that would happen. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Like I don't know. And REM performed at the ceremony. He did the the guy from REM did the he did the ceremony. Yeah. And Drew Barrymore was there. Drew Barrymore was the godmother. Who even knew that? What? Yes. Who knew that of, Drew of, of the girl? Of Courtney Love's, yeah, of Kurt Cobain's daughter. Drew Barrymore was the there's like a lot of weird family stuff uh-huh. that happened before Twitter that nobody knows about. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like who knew that? It's like when famous yeah, like when famous the kids of famous people start getting together. But yeah, but that one just makes sense to me. Like, it wouldn't make sense if, like, you know, Kurt Cobain's daughter, um, you know, married. What, like 50 Cent's son? No, no. I mean, even still, I could think I could see that. But like, if Kurt Cobain's daughter married, I don't know, like, 
Um, like Bob Barker's grandson. You know what I mean? Like oh, that, man. like that doesn't make sense to me. Uh, I'd be like, okay, cool. Like whatever. Too, too far. Of a removal. Yeah. Yeah. But like Tony Hawk's cool. Like, does anybody not think Tony Hawk is cool? No. Like, I that love that guy. The, he's the best, yeah. right? He does so many videos where I don't know if he does them anymore, but he used to post them all the time where all it was, was he would start filming as soon as somebody in like an airport or a restaurant or a mall was like, oh my God, you look just like Tony Hawk. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd be like, oh yeah, I get that a lot. Yeah. And then that was it, right? Everybody was like, you know who you look like, man? Tony Hawk. Cool. And then they would walk away and like nobody ever knew. And wouldn't even no, realize. No, nobody ever knew it actually oh, was Tony Hawk. Yeah. Everybody was just like, you know who you look like? Tony Hawk. But why wouldn't, oh, I guess it's just funnier if he just doesn't say because yeah, tony because I'm tony, actually tony hawk well because to, to so many people tony hawk is just a face on a video game uh-huh. when he was like 26 oh sure right yes, like nobody yeah. knows what like he doesn't like skate skate no. they don't know the the legend no. legendary skateboarder he is well no they just think he's a video game sure right right like they have no they have no clue it's like with dr dre they just think he's a headphone guy Yes. Right? Yes. He developed Beats headphones. Like, yes. Not knowing that he is like one of the founding members of one of the greatest hip hop groups of all time. Or George Foreman. Nobody knows he's a boxer. Yeah. He's just the grill guy. He's a a grill. He's he's the cool chubby grill guy, right? Uh Like that you want to be your, you want him to be your grandpa. But yeah, Dr. Dre, perfect example, right? To a lot of people, Dr. Dre is like a tech mogul. Sure. Who created headphones that all the NBA players wear. Yeah. Like that's that's what Not he is. Not knowing that he was founding member of NWA. Yes. One of the most feared hip hop no in history. No idea yeah. at all. He's the red headphone guy. Yeah. Right? Which, I mean, with the amount of money that guy made off beats. Oh, billions. Oh, my God. Before they sold and those headphones Apple? are crap. Yeah, they're not the best. Oh, they're the worst. No offense. <laughs> no offense, but <laughs> No offense, Dre. <laughs> no offense, but... If you want to have a convo about it, Dre, at Roz West. Hey, no, 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 no. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app. I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season 6, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada, within about 12 months. So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency.